live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Welcome to another week from the creek. It's live from Crapper Creek, the podcast. Glenner, that's me. I'm your host here uh, at the top of the world outside of Fairbanks, Alaska. As we get into another week, we've got some great stuff on the show today. Comics in Quarantine featuring comedian, actor, writer, Jamie Lissau. Also, a resident Alaska State Trooper, Trooper Cooper, will be on to answer listener questions. We'll play Yes or BS with Mayor Jim Matherly, the mayor of Fairbanks, Alaska. My lovely wife, Maria, calls in to complain about sex or something. Uh, legendary rock God, Carmine Apiece, joins us once again this week. And we'll look at uh, a list of things in golf that sound dirty but really aren't. We've got an educational moment on murder hornets, coronavirus insanity, and our new sponsor, the folks out here at the only watering hole in all of Crapper Creek. That would be Club Seal. You ready? Let's get this thing rolling. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. It is time for the idiot of the day from the cabin in Crapper Creek. We can't do it without the funniest man on the internet, funniest man in America, uh, Mr. Bob Zaney, one of my favorite comics. Bob, uh, let's see, you've got some cool stuff on the website as usual. All right, let's do this. It's time for the Crapper Creek Idiot of the Day. All right, our idiot of the day. And to help us out, Mr. Bob Zaney. BobZaney.com. Here we go, Bob. Uh, this is an insane thing to do just to get free wine. But really, who doesn't love free wine? Uh, a 39-year-old fella, Gabriel Moreno in Modesto, California, earlier in the week, was driving on the highway, and he saw a tanker truck behind him filled with bulk red wine. Old tanker truck. So he pulled over, hopped onto the, hopped onto the side of the moving truck, then he climbed under the truck, unscrewed a valve, and started chugging red wine as it poured out of the van. Yeah. The driver didn't know what was uh, happening until he saw he was spilling wine. He pulled over and called the cops. They found Gabriel underneath the bottom of the truck drinking wine and doing snow angels in it. (laughs) And the weird thing is, after all that, he he was the one on tap. (laughs) The truck spilled about a thousand gallons of red wine total. That's enough. That's about 5,000 bottles. So can you imagine driving by and seeing some guy underneath a big tanker truck suckling the wine? He's like suckling it like it's a giant teat for wine. Just fucking. (laughs) Daddy's thirsty. That's quite the uh, MacGyver move, man. I mean, uh, that's 5,000. That's 5,000 bottles with a screw top. Yeah, right. Oh in yeah, a box. It, it's in a yeah. It's, that's uh, that's all. It's not for a the box. best of wine. Come no, on now. It's in a truck. It's in it's in a tanker truck. God. You know what? I would think he'd be a bigger idiot if he did it a bottle at a time. <laughs> all right. Here's our next idiot of the day nominee. I'm not sure how this guy can ever live this down. Cops in Nottinghamshire, England, went to a house the other night with an arrest warrant for a 35 year old guy who. Uh, he missed a court appearance, but the guy took off running into the woods. The cops chased him, and they couldn't find him until they heard a noise from a bush. It was his flatulence. Wow. Yeah, they found him hiding under the bush, and they arrested him in the official police report. The cop who caught him said, quote, I, almost, I was almost out of, 
uh, out of uh, wind running after him. But luckily, the suspect still had some. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he got busted for his gas. Well, I think you can actually buy that at Home Depot in the garden. Oh, can you? Yeah, you, there's a bush that you blame your farts on. <laughs> it's a, Oh, okay. It's kind of like a, it's, it's Bluetooth. Right. So I'm going to go with him because, again, the other guy would have been a real idiot if it was a bottle at a time. There we go. Our idiot of the day, uh, Captain Flatulence. Uh, Bob Zaney from BobZaney.com. Bob, thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. All right, during the madness of what's going on in the world, we got to kind of take a step back and have a little fun at it whenever we possibly can. So how about some coronavirus insanity? Can we do this? Coronavirus (laughs) insanity. Insanity. (laughs) Welcome to Crap Creek, Alaska. Even out here, things slowly starting to open up. And of course, that brings us more and more coronavirus insanity some pretty weird stories going on out there to share with you. Here's, here's a couple. Uh, let's say a news anchor in Spain. Did you see that one caught cheating? He was at home doing a report when a partially naked woman walked through the background during a live segment. Apparently he'd had a fight with his girlfriend earlier in the week and she was staying somewhere else for a few days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she's going to be staying there a little bit longer. Meanwhile, we go to Santee, California, where a gentleman went shopping. And it was good because he wanted to, you know, social distance and uh, wear a mask. He didn't have one. So he used the next best thing. He covered his uh, head with a KKK hood. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't say if it was a Walmart, but I'm just going to throw it out there. So, yeah, that's probably not the best move. Meanwhile, here's a question. Could the porn industry help America reopen safely? Yeah. See, now, the industry has used contact tracing and testing to prevent the spread of STDs, and it's possible that method could translate to the coronavirus tracing and testing as well, but nobody's reached out to the porn industry. So, huh. I mean, when I say reach out, you want to be very careful with that. Meanwhile, another guy had a two-year relationship with a ghost who he says she left and cheated on him, and not only that, she left quarantine. The ghost did. Uh, elsewhere, there's a business company in Columbia. They're pitching a new hospital bed that can double as a casket. Okay. Would you want to, would you want them to put you in that one? It's like, uh, just a hysterectomy. Do I need to be in the casket bed? Is the, <laughs> why would I want to be in that bed? Please put me in a regular bed. Uh, another guy kicked out of McDonald's, not wearing a mask. And he threw a rock through the window and then went to Walmart and shoplifted women's clothes. And he was arrested. Well, maybe you wanted to use the panties as a mask. Could be. Elsewhere, strip club in Houston reopened over the weekend. The owner says, quote, well, we're not allowing any lap dancing and they all have masks on. But he could be facing criminal charges. His strip clubs are not uh, in the part of the reopening plan there. But a swingers club in Illinois believes they found a loophole. The owner's son now lives in the club and isn't charging for the orgies. So it's not a business. It's just throwing house parties for friends. Just a bunch of naked friends. Loving on each other. (laughs) Man, I don't know. Orgy, quarantine, virus. Those words really shouldn't all go together, right? None of that. None of that should go together. And uh, another big story. Online poker 
loving the lockdown. Why? Well, because more people are playing. There's a bunch of amateurs and all the pros are cleaning up on you dumbasses that don't know what the fuck you're doing in online poker. So you might want to think about that. That there is this week's Coronavirus Insanity. Coronavirus <laughs> Insanity. <laughs> From the cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska, it's Glenner on the radio, back with you. And we are joined by the legendary rock drummer himself. Joins me every week and has for decades here. It's Carmine Apiece. You remember him from Vanilla Fudge and Cactus and King Cobra and uh, Torn with Ozzy and, of course, Rod Stewart. Now, I read a story somewhere. Uh, of course, you are Carmine Apiece. Your brother goes by the old uh, apathy. Now, I, right. I understand it was Rod Stewart who, who said, hey, pick one. What are you going to go with? Is that true? Is that where you changed that, that's to Apiece? Yep, that's true. And most people call me Apiece, and I was really tired of correcting everybody. I went with a piece, and then Vinny, four years later, came out with Sabbath. He got a lot of press, and he was apathy and confused everyone. And they're all still confused. Yeah, well, here's the thing. But you guys also put out an album called A Piece. So does he call it apathy, and you call it A Piece? Yeah. Yeah. So is this the first record title in history that has two separate pronunciations? Have you ever looked into it? I would think so. (laughs) Yeah, when that came out, I I used to say it's A-P-P-I-C-E. You know, and it's only three letters bigger, longer than ELP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, I got a quiz for you, man. I got an old Hoover vacuum commercial from 1980. Try to tell me who is doing the the singing on this, okay? Okay. Somebody famous. Here you go. The new hot power compact from Hoover. It's a beautiful mover. The new compact does more than beat. It also cleans. It also sweeps. And brushes right to the edge. It's got hot chicks as well in spandex. And they're vacuuming. Any idea who that is? I never heard that. It sounds like David Coverdale. No. Not David? No. No. You know who who it is? It's um, the same day he got signed as the lead singer of ACDC. That's Brian Johnson. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. He recorded that almost the same day that uh, (laughs) ACDC hired him to take Bon Scott's place. That's that's Brian Johnson of ACDC doing a Hoover vacuum commercial. And the commercial. It doesn't sound like him. Well, if you hear it at the very beginning and the very end, it kind of does, you know, it kind of has that. "Ah!" But yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah, I, but he, but but he's got that David Coverdale kind of. Yeah, he kind of does. I I agree. I totally agree. It wasn't quite as raspy as what we remember. No, with. no, exactly. Joining wow. us, of course, Carmine Apice. Now, uh, I know a lot of rockers have been doing uh, a lot of online uh, Zoom things. I was even watching like American Idol. It's really impressive to see them in different places getting together to do music. And that's got to be difficult. Have you guys planned? uh, Have you guys thought about you doing something like that? Well, we're doing something like that with me and my brother, funny enough. All right. Next week, uh, we we were doing this anyway. And then we realized what we're doing ties into uh, Ronnie James Dio passed away on May 16th. And he meant so a lot gonna, to both of you guys. I mean, you guys yes, were both there yes. when he passed. I mean, that's that's still yeah. got to be pretty heavy in yeah. your heart. Yeah, and my brother played with him for right, years. Right, right, right. I've known him. I knew him before my brother played with him, and 
you know, we were all friends and hung out. We, you know, we were in the hospital with him when he was dying. And it was, it was terrible, but, but, you know, we were doing this thing and, and then we said, you know, well, let's dedicate this to Ronnie and, and, and release it for his, uh, anniversary. So it looks like we're going to release it next week, maybe Thursday or Friday. This way, uh, we can get, you know, People so, like yourself, to, right, to right, play right. It so and, I'll be able to and, play and it, it on the air, and then also pl- put the post the video on our website. Right, All it's right. a video, and uh, All right, so well, it's really cool. It's really I'm looking cool. forward to it, and that's exactly what we're going to do. I was thinking of it because Metallica did a pretty cool one recently. They did Blackened. They did a, a, a remake of Blackened, kind of a, a stripped down version, and it was pretty impressive. Uh, the technology right. that's available to do this. So we're looking forward to that Thursday or Friday a dedication. Uh, to yeah. Ronnie James Dio with the uh, Apice Apice Brothers. <laughs> right, we're sending, you know, we're sending it out. We, we hired a press guy to to cover it, to uh, get some interviews on the radio. So we, get, we want to get a lot of people to play it all at the same time. Well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that. I look forward to talking to you about that uh, in our conversation next week. I got to roll out here. Carmine, you have a great one. You guys be safe. Continue the packing, brother, and we'll talk next week. Okay, bro. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Man, finally some springtime and some warm weather. Trees getting green and lawns greening up. It's slowly some sense of normalcy in our world, right? It's kind of odd, especially up here in Alaska, right? We look for those little moments of normalcy. And here we're slowly getting back to it. Soon the golf courses are going to open up. I am so Jones, and that's going to really help me mentally to get out on the course, just smack some balls. It's kind of my zen place. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Plus, you get to use all those dirty sayings that golfers use. There's so many things in golf that sound dirty, but they're really not. But, and, and every golfer will say them, and then we'll all still snicker like a bunch of six-year-old boys. I mean, here, hold on. Let's do this right. Throw down some porn music. You want to make... I mean, it's not like you're off having sex, but it could sound like it. For instance, protect your head, fellas. My wife's a hooker, right? Oh, you'll feel more comfortable by lowering your grip on the shaft. Dude, I tore up the backside. Right? Smack that ass! No, I meant the back nine on the golf course. Good luck finishing that hole without getting your balls wet. (laughs) You're going to want to take a wider stance and bend your knees. It'll give you more power in your stroke. Ah, this course has a ball cleaner at every hole. Tip them well. (laughs) Hey, I tip my caddy well for holding my bag all day. Grabbing my club. Nice and firm-like. Hey, we're looking for someone to fill out our foursome. Wink, wink. And my favorite, I think. Oh, dude, you never forget your first 69. Hello. Again, we're talking about golf. If your mind went anywhere else, that's that's in your fucking head right there. That's on you. Don't judge me. I'm just playing golf. And having sex and, and doing 69. But other than that, it's golf. 
Maria. Maria Anderson? Uh, hey, Mr. Ray, what's up? So I think we might need to make a trip to China. Oh, what the heck are you talking about? We can save some money on a restaurant. I know you like seafood. There's a seafood restaurant in China. It's called Trendy Shrimp. And they're doing a big promotion where women can get a huge discount if they have big boobs. <laughs> and it's a sliding scale. Hear me out. A cup, you get a 5% discount. All the way up to G cup, 65% discount. I'm thinking you, and I'm saying this with a, as a total compliment, easily a 50% discount. That's ridiculous. You're no. Absolutely stupid. No. What do you I mean? It's I a don't. real thing. <laughs> this is real. It's a, a place in China and they have a sign out front that they got in trouble for because they had little cartoon pictures of women in various uh, cup sizes and it says how much you can get off. And I don't know. I don't want to say here what your cup size is. Uh, I don't. All I know is you're going to get a probably a 50% discount and that's awesome. Probably the best compliment a man could give you right now. Okay, if they're discounting fish for boob size, that's, no, I'm not eating there. <laughs> it might not even be real fish, dude. Well, it doesn't have to be real boobs either, but still, I'm <laughs> saying a discount is a discount. All right, I gotta go. As you know, out here in Crapper Creek, it's a lawless land, but there's not many problems. We do have a uh, local officer of the law, works for the Alaska State Troopers, it's Trooper Cooper. Uh, he's an okay cat. He's not bad. Um, little redneck, but he kind of gets it. And what we like to do is let you, the public, ask Trooper Cooper questions about laws around Alaska, whether it's driving or otherwise. So we thought this would be a good uh, opportunity. Play another episode of Ask Trooper Cooper. Trooper Cooper is his name? Yeah. Um, well, I got pulled over yesterday for supposedly speeding. Um, I have a fast car. I was not speeding. There was three people in front of me, two people behind me, and he said that I was the one going oh, 10 miles over the speed limit. So my question was, how does the cop actually know it was me? He, I said, well, the two or three cars in front of me had to be going at least as fast as I was. How did he pinpoint uh, that yeah, it was me? Well, that's a good question, young lady. And uh, really, what's happened here is, uh, you know, you're just probably a real pretty young lady, and you're in a hot-looking little Miata, and you got some goofball in a Pinto in front of you, and some fat, hairy slob in a Volkswagen behind you. Of course you're the one he's going to pull over. Come on now. Bet you made sure you wrote your phone number down on that ticket, too, didn't you? Yeah, you'll be getting extra call, and asking you to come down to the station, and that's how it all starts. Next thing you know, you got a trooper stalking you. That's just how it works. Yeah, Trooper Cooper. Let's say I smoke five joints a day. I am I going to be safe to say, I don't know, work or, or drive, or are you going to pull me over? Actually, if you're smoking the wacky tobacco, uh, you're probably going to lose your car keys and uh, spend most of the day looking for them. By the time you find them, uh, you're going to come down. You're going to forget what you're going to do because there's a rerun of Star Trek or Gilligan's Island on the TV, and you got a new bag of Doritos. And you know, let's face it, you're not going anywhere. You're just going to plop yourself down on that couch in Mom's basement and probably smoke up another one of your little funny cigarettes. Uh, Trooper Cooper, my question is just how loud are people uh, allowed to play their boom, their, their music in the cars? I mean, when I'm in an intersection and I can hear their stereo over my radio, uh, isn't there some kind of a limit that, I mean... 
Is there a limit to how loud somebody can play their stereo in their car? Oh, that's a very good question. We get this one all the time. And really, uh, what happens, uh, it is against the law in particular. It depends on the music. If it's some good old rhythm and blues or something, uh, we'll probably look the other way. But you know, a lot of this really bad rap music that's on out there, uh, just rattling the windows, uh, takes solace in the fact of knowing that their car is going to pretty much uh, jiggle and fall apart within six months just due to the vibration alone from them stereos. Uh, let alone the fact, keep this in mind, you people that are out there, and hopefully some of them are listening, and uh, we pulled these guys over before, and we have noticed a correlation between the uh, minute size of the gentleman's penis and the uh, sound and uh, loudness of the stereo in the car. So the louder the car stereo, the smaller the penis on the driver. Just keep that in mind, and all you got to do is look at them and kind of hold up one little pinky and uh, laugh at them and uh, I think they'll get the drift and the stereo will come down real quick. <laughs> wow, finally snow melting, things drying up around the cabin. We have a series of like boards that go like from where the car is to how you can get to the cabin to go across all the mud and the swampiness. It's nasty out here in Crapper Creek. A uh, small community just outside of Fairbanks, Alaska. Welcome to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast. Uh, we're just down. If you get into Crapper Creek, and not a lot of folks, it's just the one road, but you'll find us on the far left. Little cabin there has a little uh, antenna by it. That's how you'll find us if you're in the area. Just down from the Crapper Creek General Store. And if you'd like to buy something from the General Store, check it out. You can do so on the website live from crappercreek.com as well. There's a general store where we've got Crapper Creek, Alaska shirts, hats, coffee mugs, beer steins, a thong, uh-huh, boxers, wall clocks, magnets, bumper stickers, and more. And uh, you can uh, wear it proudly from Crapper Creek, Alaska, where it is you are listening to the podcast. We appreciate you here. So check out the general store. Uh, just across the way from us is, of course, the... Uh, really the only watering hole and they're finally opening back up here in crapper creek with the mandates and all so that's club seal pretty cool place if you haven't checked out club seal yet it's a sweet place um the problem is it's near the zoo and landfill and larry the three-legged caribou starts to get a little randy when he hears the music and he freaks out and he starts to lose his hair he's half bald now it's quite weird but this portion of live from crapper creek the podcast brought to you by our friends over at the now newly reopened club seal it's crapper creek's hottest nightclub club seal Actually, it's Crapper Creek's only nightclub. It's Club Seal. Club Seal. Where every night is lady night, which means every lady gets in free. Any lady. All right, Peggy gets in free. Club Seal. With short sleeve Steve spinning the beats on the ones and twos all night long. Okay, so it's just an old jukebox with adult contemporary tunes from the 70s, but they're playing it really, really loud. Club Seal. Come in early for happy hour, featuring free hors d'oeuvre like Things on a stick. Club Seal. Don't miss Grain Alcohol Night every Thursday as Hank Scratchum whips up something special from the still. And everybody gets hammered. Try the latest drink, the Captain Hazelwood. Have it straight up or on the rocks. Club Seal. Located in the third cabin on the left. Just look for the glowing bug light and get ready to partay. It's all happening at Club Seal. We're going clubbing. <laughs> Brings on a whole new meaning. Club Seal. 
from the farthest north rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Leader of our fair little city, the one and only Mayor Jim Matherly. Mayor of the city of Fairbanks, Alaska. Jimmy, how are you, sir? It is a fair little city, and, and people like you make it even better. Glenn. Well, see there, look at that. Look at us scratch each other's <laughs> bellies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, like uh, he takes a few minutes out of his busy schedule each week just to do some uh, little radio stupidity here on uh, the show and on the podcast. And that's what we are doing with a segment we call Yes or BS. And uh, Mayor, here's the topic. Every week, it's a different topic. This last week, uh, we celebrated, believe it or not, National Eat What You Want Day. Oh, <laughs> Which is really, I don't know, kind of irrelevant this year. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a different angle, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, eh, okay, sure. We've kind of been doing that for seven weeks now. But uh, anyway, so here we go. So here's what it is. It's national. So the topic is weird food facts. Oh, okay. Weird food facts. Ready? Of course. Ready. Well, we can't do it until we do this. And now it's time for... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Holy cow on that one. Okay, here we go. All right, Mayor, uh, here is your first question for yes or BS. The word pizza has been around for about a thousand years, believe it or not. Yes or BS? Oh my gosh. Well, these are gonna be complete guesses. I've got a Oh yeah. I've got a about a food history. No. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, not a thousand years. Nope. You lose. <laughs> no, it was. In fact, the first documented use of the word pizza was in the year nine ninety seven in Italy, of course, duh. But the year nine ninety seven. So I don't know. I I'd imagine the pizza from nine ninety seven probably wasn't very good. Oh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Uh, here's, here's your <laughs> no, next. No anchovies. No. No anchovies. Or, or, I don't know, it might have been only anchovies. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, the average American eats more than 500 eggs a year. Uh, that's true. Nope. Uh, last report had the number around 279. Did you notice how, how affirmative I was with my response? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? You got to own it. That's, uh, that's, you're the mayor. That's exactly how you do it. You own it. <laughs> yes. It's almost Trump, Trump-like. Trump All right. Okay. <laughs> if you remove enough oxygen from peanut butter and put it under intense pressure, you can make diamonds. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. That sounds goofy enough to be false. Nope. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> it requires a lab, but it's technically possible because peanut butter contains so much carbon. I don't like all your notes. I mean, they're just, I don't like hearing those. So let's get to me well, then, getting well, an answer right. Well, then here's a novel idea, Mayor. How about you just get one fucking question right, for Christ's sake? <laughs> it's not my not your fault, is it? There you go. Oh, for 3 uh, this week, Mayor. Uh, horrible. In the early 1800s, ketchup was used as medicine. That's true. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in fact, uh, a doctor in Ohio back in the 1800s sold ketchup pills claiming it would cure diarrhea and indigestion. It did not. <laughs> it did not. Hey, back then we used cocaine for medicine, so ketchup is not a stretch. <laughs> 
No, they were using everything, man. It's like, oh, got a sprained leg? You need some heroin. (laughs) All right, here you go. Your Uh, final question, Mayor. All right. The average ear of corn has 16 rows of kernels on average. 16. I'd say that's true. Hey, there you go. All right, you got a couple. Safe face a little bit. Safe face a little bit. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. uh, and almost all corn cobs have an even number of rows, not odd. It's because of how each row splits and doubles as the corn grows. So that would have been a number, another. That's fun fact number uh, six for you, Mayor, is that uh, corn cob rows are even numbers, not odd. So not only did I actually learn something, but I got incredibly hungry at the same time. Yeah, I did too. It's an educational program. That's all I ever try to do. Uh, that's Mayor Jim Matherly uh, doing fine work in Fairbanks. I know these are odd times. Keep up the fine work. You're doing good, as is Fairbanks. Thank you, Glenn. You too, bud. Take care. All right. So after the, you know, we had the cold winter and the snow and the darkness and then a pandemic, everybody's waiting for the locusts instead. No, fuck that. They brought us murder hornets. We needed goddamn murder hornets. Because that's what we needed. Freak out on Americans freak. All right, here's the thing. These have been in Japan forever. My daughter's there. She goes, yeah, we see them around once in a while. Eh, Look, they don't call them murder hornets there, of course. No, that's one. We invented that to make them even scarier. Because, you know, they're two inches long. They have a a stinger that's the size of their body that can pierce a beekeeping suit. And we decided it needed a better name. So we called them fucking murder hornets. Are you shitting me? Anyway, I, we're just learning about these things. So I thought this would be a good spot for an educational moment. 95.9 presents an X-Rock Morning Show educational moment. Just what do we know about our friends, the murder hornets? They emerged from Asia and slowly took over the world. Wait, sorry. I was thinking of BTS, the boy band from Korea. My bad. They have a huge orange and yellow face and resemble Donald Trump. Your uncle, who is always on Facebook, thinks murder hornets were created in a Wuhan lab. And despite their horrible reputation, murder hornets have only killed a few humans, much like OJ. You can avoid antagonizing them in the wild by simply handing over your wallet and keys and slowly backing away. Murder hornets have extremely large stingers. Ladies. There's many ways to get rid of murder hornets, including using poisons, setting up baited traps, or simply inviting them to your improv show. Murder hornets refuse to social distance or wear masks. And they dare you to do something about it. And finally, their murder hornets are a little bit deadlier than their cousins, the Grand Theft Auto Hornets. There will be a test. Well, that wraps up another uh, quality week of radio broadcast here from the cabin in Crapper Creek. Uh, Don't forget, follow us online. Uh, You'll find us uh, uh, streaming live, my show at xrock959.com, Facebook all over the place. Visit the Crapper Creek General Store and score yourself some swag. We want to thank Trooper Cooper, my lovely wife Maria, Carmine Apiece, comedian Jamie Lissau, and Mayor Jim Matherly for joining us this week. We're going to do it again next week, and it'll be equally as weird. 
but totally different. Till then, thank you for joining us. Make sure to give a comment here and please share my podcast with absolutely everybody. Let's make this thing get big, would you? Thank you very much. Have a great week. Be blessed. See ya. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.